At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. What up, folks? Welcome in. It is The Edge here on this Thursday. Good show on tap for you today. Coming up in 30 minutes, Chuck Edel's going to be with us, professional handicapper, and uh, I would say a savant when it comes to handicapping the preseason in the National Football League. Well, he's a sharp. It's definitely a word that starts with an S because I I think in the NFL preseason, it's mostly about digging for information, trying to find an edge, and uh, trying to get ahead of the numbers. And uh, Chuck Edel is one of the best in the business when it comes to that, so it's great to have Chuck on today. Last year in the preseason, JVT, he could not join us because he had he was really knocked out by COVID. Yeah. So he's back in business this August. Well, also back in business, of course, the New England Patriots, who are mm-hmm. one of the teams we will see later today as part of the preseason. They're taking on the New York Giants, and that's where I wanted to begin because what's been going on with New England has been pretty fascinating in this offseason, right? The coordinator situation in and of itself is something that I don't think we could take our eyes off of at this point. It does seem that Matt Patricia is the one calling plays. It does seem that Joe Judge has a hand in crafting Mac Jones and his development as he moves forward in his career. So let's start with Mac Jones himself because when we talk about the change of coordinator, it's one thing. But going from, I would say, one of the more respected play callers in the NFL and Josh McDaniels on the offensive side to a former defensive coordinator and Matt Patricia who got fired from the Detroit Lions job <laughs> is quite the change here. And there have been a lot of reports that this team has struggled in preseason, or excuse me, not preseason, in camp, and a lot of these one-on-one, or excuse me, what, 11-on-11, 7-on-7 drills. Hold on, huh. hold on. Tom Curran, the guy who reported two days ago that the offense oh, was boy. completely out of sync and uh, had been sloppy the whole camp, okay. was very sharp yesterday in practice. Oh, okay. Do you think he was influenced by uh, the Patriots uh, coaching staff possibly to uh, put out a more positive tweet? Come on, man. What are you doing? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Maybe pulling him aside a little bit. Like, Let's take it easy a little bit. <laughs> uh, well, let's hear from Mac Jones uh, because this is quite the change, and Mac Jones going into his second year has quite the mountain to climb in front of him, and mm-hmm. he talked about it in terms of learning a new scheme. Um, at the end of the day, you're going to have your ups and downs with anything new, but I've learned a lot of different systems, and the guys around me have too, and we, we know what football looks like. We know what a good play looks like, and the schematics behind it. It's not just the result. It's the process of how it looks. Run play, hat on a hat, pass protection, hat on a hat, and then the guys getting open, which they've done. It just needs to be more consistent, and uh, we, we all trust in each other at the end of the day. When I walk on the field and there's 10 people that look into my eyes, I know that they're going to trust me to do the right thing on game day. First off, kudos, Mac Jones, looking very spelt. Looked like he dropped a few LBs, huh? He's in better shape. Uh, You know, it's, I I think it was last summer, somewhere around July or August, where I said, I really believe that the Patriots found their next Tom Brady in Mac Jones. 
And uh, when I say that, I don't mean he's going to win six Super Bowls with the Patriots. I think they found their quarterback of the Franchise future quarterback. Yeah, who, uh, who can lead them for the next 10 years. And nothing I saw during his rookie season discouraged me. And uh, I think he might be headed for some harder times here in year number two. And a lot of that is because of the coaching staff surrounding him. Patriots have a decent amount of weapons. Their offensive line's a little bit questionable, but JVT, uh, Mac Jones might look uh, a little ragged at times this season, and I think the coaching staff might have a lot to do with that. Yeah, and that's that's what makes this team such an interesting follow as we head into the year. You know, somebody who has bet them under the total, and part of the reason actually is a lot of the questions on the defensive side of the ball, which we always focus on them offensively. But this is going to be fascinating as they kind of figure out who is going to call their offense, and. You worry about the growth of Mac Jones, right? Yeah. Is this going to stunt his growth? Because you're right. If you're looking at some of the numbers, right, whether it's like traditional statistics or advanced metrics, across the board, Mac Jones had like a baseline where you're like, hey, this kid's above average as a rookie, and there is some room for improvement. But if you're getting that as a rookie, it's going to be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, let's hear from David Carr over at the NFL Network uh, talking about this, right, from Mac Jones' perspective, because this is pretty big as you head into your second year. Uh, if Mac Jones is going to face a little bit of a – we'll call it a step back in his development. It might be because of the situation he's in. We don't know who's calling the plays. I don't know if the Patriots know who's calling the plays. A lot of it is going to be on Mac. Like, he has been in this system. He was with Josh McDaniels last year. So there's a lot of things that they do that are very creative. Led to a lot of high numbers, a lot of good rookie output. He's going to have so much on his plate because, I'll just be honest with you, Joe Judge hasn't done it and Matt Patricia hasn't done it. And Bill Belichick, as great as he is, one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest coach of all time, defense and head coach. He's not an offensive guy. So for me, I'm just really concerned. I'm a quarterback. That's what I do. (laughs) You know, in his second year as quarterback, I don't think Mac Jones is ready to call plays. Right. He's not ready to run the well, offense the like initial, Peyton Manning did in the prime of his career. Remember it? one of the initial reports we got, I think it was around OTAs, where it was Joe Judge was sitting down with Mac Jones because Mac Jones was filling him in yeah. on some of the stuff that they were running from a year ago. Yeah, <laughs> and when you have Joe Judge, who's, uh, who failed miserably as a head coach with the Giants, and then you have uh, Matt Patricia, who failed as a head coach of the Lions and was a former defensive coordinator, Mm-hmm. As your primary offensive coaches, you got a problem. I really don't, have no idea what Bill Belichick is thinking here. Uh, he just couldn't find a suitable replacement for Josh McDaniels. There's got to be somebody out there who's a better offensive coach. So I, you got to have some concerns about the Patriots and Mac Jones going into this season because of the, uh, I'd say, the chaos with the coaching staff and all the questions that uh, have to be answered about whether Joe Judge and Matt Patricia can get their act together and actually. Uh, help Mac Jones in this offense mature. I, I would have plenty of doubts about that. You know, you talked about the defense. Where's J.C. Jackson? Where's Stephon Gilmore? Mm-hmm. You know, these are guys who were, uh, I think, the leaders of the Patriots secondary in recent seasons, and they're long gone. Right. Bill Belichick just uh, he he let those guys walk. They had to bring and, Malcolm Butler out of retirement to play corner. And he and he uh, dumped off Malcolm Butler about five years ago. Yeah. Right. Four or five years ago. So. Uh, I think uh, I think you do have to. Uh, even though I hate to question Bill Belichick, I think here in, a, in the last year or two, you have to uh, doubt him a little bit. And I think maybe at some point, every coach gets a little bit full of himself and says, uh, "You know, I can do this. Uh, I'm a magician. Uh, I can win. I can find ways to win. I'm not." I think uh, maybe he's a little bit too full of himself at this point. We're going to find out. But I'll, I'll, I'll say this. The favorite has flipped in tonight's preseason game. Right, That's why we kicked this off with the Patriots, who opened as two-point favorites against the Giants in tonight's game in Foxborough. This is the first of two games tonight. And uh, now it's Giants minus three. I bet the Giants at minus one and a half. That was a play I put out uh, Tuesday morning on VSIN. I really thought the uh, Giants were going to get the money in this game. You know, it doesn't matter to me how much Daniel Jones plays. I think he'll play a series or two. Saquon Barkley, probably a series or two. I like Tyrod Taylor in the backup situation. Mm -hmm. And uh, we found out this morning uh, on a report, which uh, I kind of suspected was coming, that Mac Jones is not going to play for the Patriots. Right. 
So no starters for the New England Patriots. Looks like the Giants are going to play their guys for a little bit. And even then, as you kind of move down the depth chart, when you look at quarterback play, uh, you would assume the Giants have the edge there as you move forward. And the market is all over that. And you're going to see these massive line swings as well when you get to preseason contests. It's all based on information. So if you're a little late to the party, you're laying that. You see this actual report, and this is from this morning. Quarterback Mac Jones, most Patriots starters aren't expected to play in tonight's preseason opener. Joint practices against the Panthers next week, then the Raiders the following week. So we'll see what we get out of the Patriots to move forward. But I don't think you really need much out of Mac Jones. I think it's more about getting him comfortable with the play calling of the guy who's going to be on the headset as opposed to getting him actual game action. So who it's going to be tonight is uh, Brian Hoyer, mm-hmm. who I'm not afraid to, afraid to bet against Brian Hoyer. I think the third-string quarterback for the Patriots is dangerous in this game. Yep. Bailey Zappi from Western Kentucky. That's a guy who could probably move the ball, who has something to prove as a gunslinger. Uh, so maybe you're better off with the Giants' first half bet tonight, but I bet the Giants for the game minus one and a half with Tyrod Taylor as the number two quarterback and Davis Webb as the number three. It certainly looks like a situation where you want to back Brian Dable and the Giants. Let's look at some NFL preseason coaching trends. Talked about these a couple days ago too. But Brian Dable was the offensive coordinator for Sean McDermott in Buffalo and the last two preseasons, there was no preseason in 2020, so we're talking 19 and 21. Sean McDermott, 7-0 straight up and ATS. Uh, I think Brian Dable's going to be aggressive in this preseason. New team, new scheme. Uh, you want to get your uh, players acclimated and re- ready to play as soon as possible. So there's some situations here that I think point to an angle uh, play on the Giants tonight, even before you knew that the Patriots were going to sit Mac Jones and most of their starters. Bill Belichick has not treated the preseason as a, as a joke, JVT. Mm-hmm. Um, he's 9-2 and two straight up, 8-3 and three ATS the last three years in August. I think that might surprise a lot of people. But also, if you look at this list of coaches who have successful preseason records, John Harbaugh, Sean McDermott, Bill Belichick, Mike Tomlin, three of those guys are Super Bowl winners who are veteran coaches who I think understand the importance of of uh, getting a team ready to play when the season kicks off in September. So not all veteran coaches treat the preseason uh, like it's meaningless. Sean McVay of the Rams is a little bit different. We're going to talk about that game with Chuck Edel when he joins us later. But McVay is not going to play the frontline guys for the Rams. He might not, not, might not even play his number two quarterback right. uh, this weekend. And the Rams take a five-game losing streak into this preseason. And as we know, too, Mike McCarthy, Arthur Smith, uh, two just really solid head coaches in their own right. So <laughs> and you can see the records uh, match what you expect from them. But, uh, yeah, McVay is a little bit of the exception at this point. But I think, too, it's worked out for them. And we got the news, of course, early that Matt Stafford was dealing with this elbow, whatever it is, tendonitis yeah, You knew he issue. was not going to play anyway. You knew that it wasn't going to be available at but all. The, the thing with Stafford's elbow injury is that makes uh, Sean McVay want to arrest John Walford, the number two, because right. he might need him in week one of the season. So we'll, it's, it's, it's a guess how much action John Walford's going to get as number two, so then the Rams are going to play their number three and four quarterbacks. Yes, and uh, the market will be stacked against them pretty much every single one of these preseason games. How about the season. total, by the way? Did you see this? No, which one? The Rams-Chargers total uh, for, I think that's a Saturday game, yeah. down to 30. Okay, I'm in. Bet that thing, what, under? Let's just keep hammering away. Uh, three and a half in favor of the Chargers with a total mm-hmm. of 30. You know, also on the other side, uh, we are going to unveil our next team in the Edge Top 40, but we do have another preseason game later today, and I want to get your thoughts on uh, just put a little bow on this because while John Harbaugh has been incredible in the preseason, market so far for this first game of the preseason is eh, not so fast and moving against John Harbaugh and the Ravens. We'll talk about that before we get to the next team in our Edge preseason Top 40 poll, which resides in the Big Ten. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. 
That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. College football guide is out now at VSIN. The NFL guide coming soon. Start your football season on the right foot. We got best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and a lot more. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VSIN all access subscriber. Sign up early, and for a discount at $175, you'll receive the college and pro football betting guides along with full VSIN access all the way through the Super Bowl, or join us for $40 a month. And see everything VSIN has to offer to up your betting game. Go to vsin.com slash subscribe to see your options become part of the sports betting network. And uh, JVT, how much work do you have done on uh, your assignments for the pro football betting guide? Uh, I have pretty much the AFC North wrapped up, except for I- I'm dragging my feet on the Browns because I don't know how I'm really going to write up Cleveland at this point. So I want to wait for some information. But I would say I'm about halfway to about 60% done. Can I say that... One of the teams in doing my research and writing about them that has changed a little bit here are the Baltimore Ravens. Um, if you look at just what went wrong for them last year, what they have going for them this year, I was at first I went into it thinking, why are the Ravens favored to win the division? And I came out of it understanding why the Ravens would be favored to win the division. We'll put it that way. And all that will be available in the NFL betting guide coming out soon. Now, speaking of the Ravens, it is worth noting that Baltimore will be in action later tonight, too. Uh, we get to see them play host to the Tennessee Titans. I wanted to bring this up really quickly because I think everybody and their mother, it's funny, I can't remember who I saw tweet this out. It was like, you may not know, but John Harbaugh is whatever it is now in the preseason. 20 and 0. Yeah, yeah, we know. Obviously, you didn't know. Yeah. We, we, but we you do need know. some reminders. <laughs> I, I twenty and zero straight up, know. eighteen and two against the spread. Yeah, no, we all know. Um, <laughs> the point is, is that he's really good in the preseason. But do you think the books know, Matt? I mean, this thing opened up five, and now we're down to three. And I, I would generally agree with this because if you ran out to the window to bet Ravens minus five when the number opened up, mm-hmm. because John Harbaugh's great in the preseason. Every bit of that is baked into those numbers, and more often than not, there's some value going against a trend like that, and the market has moved two points against it. Yeah, five seemed high. Right. I, I thought the number, I mean, pre, first week of preseason, you got to set the number of three or three and a half, even if, you know, we just talked about the Rams Chargers. Who the hell wants to bet the Rams? Right. You no, know, but uh, you, you're seeing the Chargers as three and a half point favorites. I thought that was probably the right number here. Uh, Chuck Edel, who's going to join us to talk NFL preseason, said, hey, I don't have to bet on John Harbaugh. Um, but I don't want to bet against him. And I think that's uh, the the approach I'm going to take here as well. If you look at the Titans, what exactly do you see that makes you want to bet the Titans in this game? Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry's not going to play. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, not going to play, right? So you've got Malik Willis and Logan Woodside as your backup quarterbacks. Are you going to run to the window to bet the Titans and the points because those guys are the quarterbacks? The I think Ravens you'd have are, some excitement from Malik Willis, but that's about it. Yeah, he's a rookie; never played. And on the on the flip side, you got the Ravens. You got two veteran backup quarterbacks, relatively speaking. When you're talking about Tyler Huntley and Brett Hundley, mm-hmm. and then your third quarterback's a rookie, Anthony Brown. But the thing is, all three of those quarterbacks are mobile. You and I talked about this a couple days ago in the preseason when you have backup offensive linemen on the field and plays break down. You want a quarterback who could be a playmaker. 
the Ravens have a distinct edge here at quarterback and backup quarterback positions. So the thing is, I wonder if Harbaugh is going to be a lot more cautious with all of his starters because of what happened last August with yep. J.K. Dobbins tried to play him in the last preseason game, blew out his knee, missed a year. So I think Harbaugh is going to sit more guys than he would have because of that. How about let's add to that as part of like some of the things that you dig up when you're doing your research for these teams while we're writing. The Ravens lost the second most amount of games outside of the New York Giants to injury last year. Yeah. They were snake bitten. At one point for multiple games, every corner on their roster was listed as questionable. Yeah. Right? So if you go into this year thinking, hey man, our depth was really tested. Maybe let's take this a little bit easy and some of the guys we expect to be a regular part of the rotation, let's just make sure they're ready for the regular season. So I'm really interested to see Harbaugh's, maybe if there is a change in approach, at least in terms of putting guys out there, they're going to be regular parts of the rotation. And the other, and this is, I don't think this really, it might factor in. What do you think of this? Last year when Tyler Huntley was playing, uh, PFF has this great stat where they assigned essentially blame for quarterback pressures. Mm -hmm. So it's like right tackle, every single position. Quarterbacks are also involved in that. Of the pressures that Tyler Huntley faced, or Hun yeah, Huntley, uh, Huntley and Huntley, 40, over 40% were on him, were his fault. And so when you're talking about a preseason setting where offensive line play is going to be even worse, you wonder how much that's going to affect him as he plays in some of these games. So it'll be interesting to see if the trends oh, hold do. up for him. I do, obviously, but yeah. the thing I like about Huntley and Brett Huntley he invites and Anthony Brown is when the yeah. pressure comes in, he can yeah. get out, run outside the pocket, and make a play. And that's uh, sometimes that's all you need to break open a preseason game and uh, I wouldn't expect that Malik Willis and Logan Woodside are going to make a ton of plays on the other side uh, for the Titans. You know, they talk about the Ravens in the preseason. They've typically gotten off to pretty good starts in September. They did lose yeah. the overtime opener uh, to the Raiders last season. But where the Ravens' problems came in was the end of the season. That the injuries piled up, and they lost six straight games to finish the season. I love the Ravens at about plus 160 to win the AFC North. Yep, and that's where you can find the best price out there, about 160, 165. So with that... My, my tunes kind of changed on that. I was lukewarm on the Ravens like uh, early in the summer, middle of the summer. Yeah. And the more you look at you know Joe Burrow's issue with the Bengals and some of, a couple of the other... Bengals might take a slight step back. The Browns... Who knows? Yeah. I, that's the I, I would not bet anything on the Browns Ooh. at this point. And also the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think... You know, got a decent chance to hang around that 500 mark. They got Tomlin. Uh, it could be an 8-9, and 9-8 nine, nine and eight, uh, type of team. But I think the Ravens at plus 160, pretty good bet to win that division. So with that, we move on. Edge top 40 continues. Now, yesterday we unveiled two teams. We had Oregon, we had NC State. We're pretty high in with the Wolfpack. Uh, can pretty much offer in the ACC. Well, today we talk a little bit about the Big Ten and our 12th ranked team, the Wisconsin Badgers coming in at number 12, Matt. Uh, an interesting squad with only eight guys overall coming back for this team. Now, a lot gone on that defense. Good mm -hmm. chunk on the offensive line as well. Graham Mertz returns at quarterback. We'll see if this thing finally pans out. What was he in his debut? He was like 20-21 against that game against Illinois during the COVID season. Looked like they finally had a quarterback. That was the highlight of his career. 20 <laughs> for 21, had five touchdown passes. And the rest of that season, I think he might have had five touchdown passes. <laughs> right. Last year, he finished 2021 with actually uh, 10 TD passes and 11 interceptions. He was a five-star recruit. I know some people thought coming into Madison, he might be the next Russell Wilson. That's not the case. No. Uh, it's it's kind of, I think, eye-opening here, JVT, to see a team we have ranked number 12 that has only eight starters returning and only three on defense, but I think that also speaks to the depth that Wisconsin always has on that defense. Well, especially how good that defense was last year. It was, it was incredible, around 15 points per game, uh, very good yard per play clip allowed, but when you talk about this Wisconsin team, you're going to focus on what this offense is going to bring to the table because the running game is going to be fantastic. I mentioned you know, two, off, two offensive linemen starters are gone, but you have three guys coming back, four who started games for them. Uh, there's going to be, this is going to be a good offense of line as it usually is for Wisconsin and you're going to be able to run the ball uh, with some solid effectiveness the question just is as usual what you get out of the quarterback position does Graham Mertz show any improvement any dynamic play in terms of being a quarterback other than a dude who can effectively hand the ball off and what that is going to look like in terms of some of that depth now stepping forward in a bigger role for a team that only brings back three starters defensively but I'll say this and you have this on your obviously on the the card we were looking at there you start conference play on the road against Ohio State you have to go to Iowa, so that's September 24th and November 12th. Outside of that, Matt, you got to like, you kind of kind of like the schedule for Wisconsin. The mm -hmm. road games are tough. Michigan State included in there, but outside of that, when you look at the Badgers and their opportunities in front of them, this is a manageable schedule in the Big Ten. Oh, there's no question about it. In the Big Ten West, though, I do think you're going to have a lot of 
toss-up type games. We've talked about that in the Big 12. I think the same is true in the Big 10 West. Uh, I really wouldn't be surprised if any one of five teams won uh, that West division in the Big 10. I think you have to make Wisconsin a favorite and not because of quarterback position. I make them the favorite, the Badgers, because of Braylon Allen, who's one of the best returning running backs in the Big Ten. 1,268 yards, 12 TDs as a freshman. He's a dynamic running back. The defense allowed 241 yards per game. That was number one in the nation last season, number six in scoring at 16.4 points a game. Uh, Paul Christ is not the type of coach who's going to say, hey, Graham Mertz, go out and make a bunch of plays for us and win the game. They're going to hand the ball to Braylon Allen. They're going to rely on that bulldozing offensive line and that defense to give him a chance to win a lot of these games. And I think what's going to help is, like you say, that soft early part of the schedule when you play Illinois State, Washington State, Mexico State, you're going to be 3-0 and before you get to that Ohio State game on September 24th. So I think Wisconsin will have a chance to establish its identity and also maybe get Graham Mertz a little bit of confidence. Yeah, and I mean, and there are some other triple like trip up spots. We talk about the road games, right? At Ohio State, at Michigan State, at Iowa. I mean, who knows what Nebraska is, but you could potentially throw Nebraska in there on November nineteenth for this team going on the road. Oh, against sure. the, the that's gonna be a tough game right. at Iowa, at Nebraska. You got you got four uh, games there in the Big Ten that the Badgers could uh, lose, no doubt about it. I think that one total of eight and a half, I would still have to uh, lean under yep. because uh uh, like I said, I, I wouldn't be surprised if any one of five teams won that West and Wisconsin finishes up with an eight and four record. Yeah, and and I get the I get the offensive philosophy uh, of Chris and the Badgers, but at some point you've seen in these games you do need effective quarterback play. And we saw it from Iowa, right? Iowa's awesome last year in multiple facets, but when Spencer Petrus and this offense had to actually open up a little bit, well, they failed to, and mm-hmm. that's what was ultimately holding them back. So we'll see if this is going to be the case. But uh, Wisconsin, number 12, 14 in my ranking. It's funny. I initially thought, I was like, wow, 12 seems kind of high, but then I looked at mine. I was like, okay, it's right around where I put it. So, All right, we'll come back. We have plenty left to get to when it comes to football. Chuck Edel will join us. We'll get his thoughts on what's going on in the preseason, both today and tomorrow, and heck, just in week one as the NFL preseason begins pretty much tonight. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to The Edge. This segment presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke free and spit free satisfaction. Zen understands there's no one right time to make a change, everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. Whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zen is there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. Z-Y-N.com. And warning, this product contains nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. All right, JVT, we're done with the Edge preseason. Top 40 countdown for today with number 12, Wisconsin. But we've got a lot of NFL preseason to talk about. Yes, yes, we do. So let's uh, bring in Chuck Edel, a a man we haven't talked to for a while, who is fantastic in every aspect when it comes to handicapping sports. But NFL preseason, nobody better. Chuck, it's good to talk to you, man. I hope you've been well. So let's start right away because we got a lot to get to here. I wanted to go with Cleveland and Jacksonville because we get news that Deshaun Watson is going to start for the Cleveland Browns. We know that we're going to get some time from Trevor Lawrence and the starters for Jacksonville, too. Seeing this number ping pong pretty much everywhere now we're at browns minus one and a half with a total of 37 and a half sir yeah this is one of those games and by the way great to be with both you guys here uh one of these games that the, you know originally the money came out in uh, on jacksonville when they, they announced they're going to play their starters maybe a couple series and maybe some of them a little bit longer and then obviously cleveland yesterday announces they're going to play their starters watson's going to start um a little bit of a, a word situation there so um you know, it's a tough game. You know, the one thing about preseason football, and we've seen this number swagger a little bit, the one is a big number in preseason football because the coaches are not going to – they're not going for the tie. So, if you you know, if they're down by one, they're going for the two. And, and, and so that one – the number, you know, the point spread with one there is a little bit of a, a stronger meaning in a preseason game than it would be a regular season game. Um, I know the total got hit in this game as well when they announced that. Uh, the starters are going to be playing a little bit, but uh, I personally didn't do any anything in the game here. It's uh, again, I, I think Jacksonville. The fact that they already have a game under their belt, I would 
I think in, in the preseason, especially with a new coach and, and young players, I think a little bit of an edge there. All right. Chuck Edel with us, professional sports better at Chuck Edel, E-D-E-L. Follow him on Twitter. Uh, Chuck, let's uh, go back to the Thursday games here. That Deshaun Watson news was the big news yesterday that uh, he's going to play. How about tonight, Giants and Patriots? Mac Jones, a lot of Patriots starters not going to play. Uh, the Giants, Brian Dable, a first-year coach who looks like he might uh, be more motivated to win this game. I played Giants minus one and a half. The favorite has flipped from Patriots minus two to Giants minus three. Are you involved in that first game tonight? Yes, this is one of the games I, I am involved with. Um, I actually uh, played, I think the first quarter is actually the best bet. Most places mm-hmm. don't offer the first quarter. If you find it, there's the Giants minus a half, minus 15 was out there uh, this morning. Um, and the reason that is uh, uh, Brian DeBall, the, the new coach here for the Giants, he even said he's got a new, you know, they got a new offensive system, a new defensive uh, schemes in there. He said it's important for his players to get live reps. All his guys are going to play, the healthy ones, that is. And uh, he wants to see him go out there and, and, you know, execute the system. Obviously, they're still learning the system. On the other hand, Belichick said he's not going to play his guys. Uh, One thing I've learned over the years when Belichick talks, might not always be the honest truth, but most, you know, in a preseason, we'll we'll give him the benefit of the doubt here. I've seen him switch his his mind a few times, but I'm going with it. They're not going to play. Um, They're actually integrating a new offense there. They're using a lot of the... Shanahan offense, uh, New England. They're they're implementing that this year. But uh, I think, uh, like what you said, Matt. I think they're uh, the ball's definitely motivated. It's his first game. He's going to play his guys. And uh, I actually played the first quarter, the first half, and the game. I didn't go too crazy, but uh, I think the first quarter is the the better of the bets than the first half. Then the game is how I would rate yeah. rate those plays. I don't disagree with that at all. Chuck Edel, a few bets on the Giants tonight against the Patriots. Uh, JVT, pretty soon that Patricia Judge offense is going to be all the rage in the NFL. They're going to change the game. (laughs) It's it's going to change everything in the NFL. Chuck, how about Titans-Ravens tonight? You and I talked about this a couple days ago. John Harbaugh, 20-game winning streak, 18-2 against the spread. By the way, those two non-covers were each one-point wins in 2018, talking about one being a key number. So this opens five, now it's three, three and a half. Uh, Did you get involved in Titans-Ravens the second game tonight? I didn't, but you know now that I'm, it did come all the way down to three. And and you know, first of all, the other thing about Harbaugh, his best week of all the weeks is week one, thirteen and one in his fourteen seasons. Week one in a preseason game, straight up. Um, and we've seen some under money because it doesn't look like we're going to see any starters on either on either side here. I think the money came in on Tennessee originally at Tennessee plus five. Obviously, the the line makers made the the game high, knowing uh, with the Harbaugh what, what he's done in the past. So, I, I, you know, maybe five was a drop too high, and I've seen you know uh, people are picking off the five. It's a preseason game. I understand. I'm not looking to get in front of the Harbaugh train, and now it's down to three. And you know the you know it's not just you know Harbaugh doesn't win these games because he's playing his starters the whole game. That's not it at all. So it's not a big deal. I think everybody knew. Lamar Jackson wasn't going to play, even though when they announced it, the line nets when initially the line moved. Uh, Harbaugh just has his guys ready to play, and he, he calls. He, they call the games a little different. They take the games a little more serious, obviously, as you can see. They they want to win, so the, the line's down to three, and I haven't done it yet, but I'm I'm contemplating you know laying the three here with Baltimore. Chuck Edel with us. All right, let's go back to Friday. Interesting matchup. We're going to get the New York Jets taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Some spots, we got the Jets minus one with a total of 35 and a half, and we do have news for both teams. You know, the Jets are going to play their starters for the first quarter, Chuck. Eagles, one or two series, according to Nick Sirianni. Uh, what do you make of this matchup? Yeah, it's exactly right. And, uh, uh, the, you know, the, the uh, Jets coach was, you know, very small sample size. He was 2-0 and last year in the, in the preseason. Sirianni was 0-2. Um, yeah, Philly's only going to play their guys a couple series, and you know when you when uh, and uh, when the Jets say they're playing their starters the first quarter, that, I mean that could be two series as well. You know sometimes it depends how the series go. Um, so uh, you know I, I did see that over did get hit pretty good. I, I didn't take, I didn't take a piece of it, but uh, that thing went from thirty three to thirty seven and a half. You're going to see some uh, Minshew. You're going to see Flacco. Believe it or not, he's still he's still hobbling around Flacco. <laughs> and uh, so I, I didn't really get inv- involved in, in the game, but uh, it, it, this is one of those games that kind of flip flopped around too. Initially, everybody was on uh, 
the Jets, and they came back on Philly. So, but no play for me there. Jets fans have to be excited to see Broadway Joe Flacco back yeah. in action. I mean, the okay. reports out of camp. I mean, I know we're excited about Joe Flacco, but yeah. apparently Zach Wilson's been lighting it up in camp. Yeah. Well, so is Tua and every other quarterback. <laughs> uh, they're all lighting it up. But are they the, in the best shape of their the, lives? Yeah, when Zach you watch Wilson. the highlight clips, all these guys are lighting it up and they're in great shape. And uh, uh, all these are going to be the highest scoring offenses in the NFL. Chuck, let's go rapid fire in the last three minutes. I got four games. I want to ask you about, did you play anything in Packers 49ers on Friday night? I actually did play the over in that game. Uh, it hasn't moved much, but I, I played the over. San Francisco's, their starters are going are to play this game um, for the, you know, up, to a, up to a quarter. Uh, we're going to see uh, Love start for Green Bay. The offensive line starters are going to play with Love in there, so a little advantage with the offense as well. Both these teams are really trying, especially the 49ers, their main emphasis here so far, and one of the main emphasis is getting that offense going um, with, the, with the new quarterback there. So I, I did dabble with the uh, over 32.5 in, in that one. All right, that totals up to 33.5, and, a half, and uh, Trey Lance, I think, needs some work in this preseason. Chuck, I bet the uh, Panthers plus three against the Commanders, and I think you ended up on the same side here. You took the points with the dog. What do you like about Carolina against Washington? Yeah, you know, I jumped. I jumped on that one uh, when they announced that uh, Mayfield and uh, Sam Darnold are both going to play for Carolina. So, um, you know, I'm hoping maybe we, you know, get a half there. I mean, and I don't think they're going to put either one of those guys out there with not a good offensive line. You're not going to put Darnold or Mayfield out there with a bunch of backups on the offensive line. So, I think that's a big edge for Carolina. And uh, I did take him plus a three as well. How about Denver and Dallas practicing together this week? Broncos three-point favorite with a total of 31. Yeah, you know, when you get teams practicing, almost count that their starters aren't going to play too much at all because they, these coaches play their starters in these scrimmages and then they uh, leave it, the, the game for the younger guys. Hackett's good friends with uh, McCarthy here. They already talked about what they want to – things they want to run on both sides of the ball. So – both these coaches are, you know, are, are familiar with each other, and uh, the line did move up a little bit uh, initially from Denver two to three, but uh, nothing. Uh, I don't see uh, anything really going on that game. Mike McCarthy, zero and four straight up in ATS last year in the preseason. Chuck, we got thirty seconds left. Rams, Chargers. Uh, the Rams going to play. It looks like their third and fourth string quarterbacks, and the total is down to thirty. And the Chargers are going to play one of the best preseason quarterbacks of all time, Chase Daniels. So, That's right. Um, I did take, I did take some Chargers here uh, a little bit. Nothing crazy, but just uh, you know, uh, McVay. He you know he never tries really in the preseason, and uh, I, I'm going to take the Chargers with uh, Chase Daniels playing maybe the whole first half. Chuck, it was good to talk to you again, man. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Chuck Edel. You can follow him on Twitter. Not Chuck Edel. All right, we'll come back. Last 10 minutes. we got a little, little bit of baseball. I know Matt. Matt is excited. you got an old spirit. You're in on this Field of Dream thing tonight, huh? Well, I was last year. Not quite, <laughs> not quite as exciting the second time around. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers and cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And please drink responsibly. All right, let's get the best bets. I uh, had these up for a couple days on the NFL. I did not add anything yet, but I'm definitely looking at uh, some more spots. We'll talk about tomorrow in the NFL preseason. Giants minus one and a half over the Patriots tonight. And then on uh, – what's that? Nothing. I was just echoing the tonight. Tonight. And then uh, Saturday morning, I played the Panthers plus three over the Commanders. I guess I can use that nickname. I, I hate that nickname, but whatever. It's just kind of lame. Like I've, I think we've said this on the show. I think we are a very. I think we're in the same camp here. Uh, just stick with football team, WFT, Washington football team. Yeah. Uh, the the Panthers with Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. Okay, it's an obvious competition. That's no secret to anybody. But what I like about the Panthers too is your third quarterback's Matt Corral. Your fourth is PJ Walker. Theoretically, PJ Walker's fighting for his life, trying to make the roster. He's not going to make it. Uh, most likely. He's he's going to be auditioning for other teams, hoping to pick up a job somewhere else. But Corral, as a rookie, is going to want to make an impression. And uh, he probably thinks he's got a chance to fight his way into that number one job if those first two guys don't play that well. So mm-hmm. I think the Panthers, at plus three, I thought early in the week, presented a lot of value. I could not understand why Washington was a three-point favorite in this game. I thought it should have been Pick or Carolina as a favorite, so I took the three with the Panthers. NFL Futures... Bears under six and a half, minus 140. Bears are going to be bad. They're going to be bad on the offensive line. Uh, they're thin at wide receiver. Uh, their defense is, uh, I'm going to say, declining rapidly from recent years. No Khalil Mack, obviously, and uh, Roquan Smith wants a trade. I think he's probably going to get a new deal. But anyway, the Bears look like they're going to be the last place team in the NFC North, and they need to go under a total rebuild here under Matt Eberflus in the first season. Justin, uh, by the way, you got a rookie quarterback, second-year quarterback in Justin Fields who didn't play that great as a rookie, and the reports out of camp have not been uh, glowing about Justin Fields. But they also gave him nothing. Right. They didn't do anything. I think the Eagles did everything possible to put a a really good supporting cast around Jalen Hurts. The Dolphins have done a lot to try to help Tua. The Bears have done nothing, really, to try to help Justin Fields. Absolutely. So, like, whatever you see out of Jalen Hurts and Tua Tungavailoa this mm-hmm. year, at least both of their respective teams can feel confident. Like, we gave you all the pieces you right. needed, and if you fail, then we know we need to go get somebody else. Justin Fields, I don't think I like. I don't think you're going to know anything about Justin Fields at all mm-hmm. after this year in any way, shape, or form, right. unless he like pulls the team by the scruff of their neck to like five, six wins, seven wins. Yeah. Hopefully not. Yeah, Bears under six and a half minus one forty, Cowboys under ten and a half minus one forty five. I'm on the Eagles to win the NFC East to plus 185. That's the best number out there. I think that number's uh, dropping too. You might 170 might be the best you can get today on the Eagles to win the NFC East and JVT Colts to win the Super Bowl. Let's do it at 25 to one. Matt Ryan, Frank Reich. I'm starting to believe it can happen. Yeah. In fact, in the recent uh, NFL betting guide, I oh. might have picked the Colts to win the Super Bowl. Get out of here, uh, really. Might have. I don't know if I, I every, get to pick those. I'll send one in anyway. Okay, if we have 12 panelists, how many are going to pick the Bills out of the AFC? Oh, vast majority. I'm not, so I'm That's just, I, think. I don't want I don't want to do that. It's the same thing in college football. We had a panel picking yeah. the college football playoff, and everybody picked Alabama, Ohio State. Right. The NFL is a little bit more unpredictable, obviously. And I, I think there's an opening for a team like the Colts to slip in there, and this could be the year. So 
I'm going to say Colts instead of Bills in the AFC. I think two years ago I picked Browns-Packers in a Super Bowl, and I got a, well, you think the Browns are going to win the Super Bowl? I'm like, I mean, maybe not, but I don't want to pick Chiefs-Packers like every single one of you guys are, so you know what I mean? <laughs> so, bam, I like it. I'm in. Colts, Super Bowl, and we'll celebrate. In terms of odds happens. value, I feel like show. that's the best play out there right now, 25-1 to 1 on the yeah. Colts. I'm not going to play the 6-1 to 1 on the Bills. Now, uh, we do a, uh, wow, I always, I always mess this up. Shaquille now, he goes by Shaquille now. Uh, there's a little bit of an injury for Shaquille Leonard, but we'll see if that's Darius, going to... Darius Leonard is now Shaquille Leonard. Yeah. and uh, But it looks I'll like he'll what, be ready for week one. Colts have had a lot of good drafts. he got depth on that roster. Maybe Matt Ryan's a quarterback who could get them over the top because Carson Wentz certainly can do it in that home game against the Titans, the home game against the Raiders, and the Week 18 game at Jacksonville. Oh, that spelled the end of uh, the Carson Wentz era in Indianapolis. Sorry, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers, your favorite guy. I mean, guy. I mean, so I mean, actually, I don't know why I say 18, 19 year old JVT. Uh, <laughs> at one point in my life, I was all about ayahuasca and DMT. Sure. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers now living my dream. Uh, but we're not going to talk about that. Aaron Rodgers shared his thoughts on the preseason. I think he echoes the sentiments of a lot of players in the Does, NFL. But uh, doesn't he seem like uh, he's he's become here in the last couple of years one of the a hippie, one of the worst like diva type of uh players in the NFL, kind of the look-at-me guy. He would be the worst dude to have a conversation with because he would just lecture you on a whole bunch of stuff and get try to get all meta and weird, and, yeah, it'd be, it'd yeah. be terrible. But uh, here he is talking about the preseason. I think practice reps at this point are more important than the preseason. I know it's not a popular opinion, but preseason has changed over the years, and it's very vanilla on defense. I'm talking about just offensive players. I think defense you can see tackling uh, and and – you know, the contact maybe a little bit more, but for offensive players, the practice reps are the most important reps because we're going against uh, the same level of defenders. So ones go against ones and twos against twos. So there's there's not a talent difference usually. In practice, we see pressures. We have to, you know, peak hots. We have adjustments. We have audibles. We have hand signals. We have, uh, you know, reading coverages on the run. We have disguises by our defense. There's so many more things that test our offense in these practice reps, and they are so, so important. The only thing that occasionally happens, in my opinion, is when the lights go on, there are some players who rise to the occasion and some players who shrink. He also said playing one series in the preseason he considers to be a waste of time, and I would agree with him on that. What's the point in playing a series? Handoff, handoff, incomplete pass, and then... Doesn't mean a whole lot uh, unless you're going to play a quarter in a game where the other team's going to put their first-string defense out there. There's not really a reason to play. For a guy like Aaron Rodgers, other quarterbacks like Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold, I believe they need to be playing tonight. Yeah, I mean, I think one could potentially try to craft an argument that you're breaking in a pretty new-ish receiving core, especially on the back end. Don't you want to build that up in terms of the connection? But you do that in practice. That's what he's saying. It, yeah, you practice. Know what I mean? It's practice. So T-T. I kind of agree to it to a certain extent. Yeah. I can understand where we're coming from. Uh, you know, the Packers defense got a chance to be really good this season. So NFC North, Packers minus 170 at Bet MGM to win the division. Give me Minnesota. I was going to say, you would actually say the Vikings are a better bet, right? Yeah, okay. I think so. I uh, I really like well you know me I got uh, I like this Vikings team I won't give up on Kirk Cousins who went home ill today I don't know if you saw that report but went home ill so hopefully Kirk doesn't let me down but I will say I thought that was Tom Brady was uh, it Kirk Cousins yeah, it was both of them so Tom oh. Brady's gone on what has been called a pre-planned absence uh-huh. so in other words what is happening here is in the off season he said you fire Bruce Arians and then you give me a week off at some point during training camp and I'll come back and play. And that's exactly Well, he didn't say fire Bruce Arians until he tried to go to Miami, and then that whole whole thing (laughs) fell apart. And then he was going to come back to Tampa. He said fire Bruce Arians. And and give me the week off in training camp. Yeah. So he'll be back. I think it was after their their preseason game against the Tennessee Titans. I think we all kind of know what's going on uh, with Tom Brady. But to the extent with the Packers, you you noticed something. And I, I am very interested to see, once we get to the start of the season, the one position on offense that is really freaking good outside of Aaron Rodgers, a quarterback, Mm -hmm. he's got a really good, uh, they got a really good running back room. And I do wonder if you start to see a slight shift in philosophy, leaning a little bit more than usual in the running game. And those guys, as opposed, you know, given what we know about the wide receiver room and the mm-hmm. tight end situation. So it would be interesting to see for the Packers. Packers but. should be better off on the offensive line this season, too, after yep. a couple of injuries. All right, let's talk baseball. we got a field minute, of dreams? 45 seconds to hit on uh, the Yankees slump in the oh. field of dreams. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Yankees have lost seven of eight, by the way. Where's that? Uh, seven of eight. And uh, where's that MVP, Aaron Judge? Huh? What's going on here? 
Is he actually going to start to show up? Actually, he's been playing extremely well. <laughs> Aaron Judge, not been the problem. Yankees have a lot of injuries. No Stanton, no Rizzo, no Matt Carpenter in the lineup. I thought Ralph Michaels did a great job putting together this table yesterday. I want to say it was I'm trying to find the uh, the baseball record since July 4th. Okay. Okay. The Yankees since July 4th, 13 and 19 minus 17 units. Sounds about right, given the prices you usually like. Minus 17.8 units. That's yeah. how bad the Yankees have been since the 4th of July. Yeah. Aaron Judge, by the way, yesterday, he was 1-2, uh, scored a run, walked twice, so he's doing his thing. Mitch Moss his thing. noted that the Yankees are 13-20 uh, and 20 since that July 3rd mark. Uh, I said 13-19 and 19 since before. 2-7 and seven in the month of August. You a big Field of Dreams guy? So, yeah, I've been there. I've hit home runs in the cornfield. You hit some Iowa. dongs out there, Yeah, huh? I've been there. Been to the... Been to the actual field and uh, hit some home runs into the left field and to the corn. Our Tim Anderson hit one last year to win the game for the White Sox. Beat the Yankees, I believe, 9-8. to eight. Was that uh, Lance Lynn and who started the other one? Reds are favorites yeah. tonight. Minus 110, Cubs even money, total of uh, 9. Based on last year, I would think over the total yeah, might be right. the way to look in this game. I've never seen Field of Dreams. Great movie. Never Kevin will, Costner. You ever heard of him? Either. No. Yes, oh, I have. Okay. Waterworld. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>